The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. To be the recording session that never was. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Hello, beautiful people. This is www.flashblackradio. We are the usual suspects, and this is shit you might have missed. Dialing in today, we have the lovely, the incomparable Miss K Savage. Hey, friends. Across from me, I have the one and only. That's double back in the building. Indeed, indeed. Regard and, me. <laughs> and to my left, I have the lovely, the awesome. Hey, T. Rich, reclaiming my time. Indeed, indeed. I don't know what that means. <laughs> are, we in, are we in session? Huh? Oh, yeah. We are in session right there. You don't know what it means. Reclaiming my time. We are in session. Reclaiming my time. You know, how, you know congressional, like when they have people. Oh, true. Okay. Nancy okay. Maxine. Okay. You know, I, I, I oh, no, you have to see the video. I didn't, I didn't see the video. Yeah, I didn't see the, see the video. I know a lot of people have been like, you know, like passing around Facebook. I, I didn't, I didn't watch it. He you know, was frequently. like trying to like judge her up. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm from California, and I just want to say that, you know, the people of California, we great. She was like reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. We, I did not come here to talk about me. I'm reclaiming my time. So in in light of my recent breakup, I am reclaiming my time. Uh, I didn't. All right. And then she had <laughs> <laughs> really the peanut gallery, just like just that shit. Like, like what the what the hell? So it tastes like but we are recording. We're trying to be a professional enterprise. This is real being professional, nigga. Wow. Okay. All right. So edit that out. I'm not gonna edit that. I put out. a pause right there specifically. So you I get it, it, but it's way more funny if I leave it in there. Well, then you know I'm all about the fun. It usually is more fun when Shame. you leave it in. There. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh. ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you can hear, we have the full complement of the usual suspects. Uh, to get the business out of the way, let's go ahead and do that. First and foremost, if you want to check us out, there's always the website, www.flashblackradio.com. There's also the Facebook page and group, Flash Black Radio. Check us out there on Twitter, at Flash Black Radio, at Flash Black News. And of course, on IG, we are trying to get some stuff together. Please bear with me. I, look, I can feel the shame from Takiya all the way over here. It's oppressive, like the heat in this basement. But um, aside from that, we have one more thing we want to tell you. If you want to check us out outside of the website, uh, you can also check us out on SoundCloud. You can check us out on iTunes, or if you're using your iPhone, check us out on the podcast application. And you can check us out on Google Play Music. All right, and just pull up the podcast through there through your My Music section, whatever, and you're good to go. All right, today's date is July 30th, 2017. It is a Sunday. We're about to kiss July goodbye and bring in August. What y'all got on the plate? What's good? Holla at me. Steve Bannon is sucking his own cop. <laughs> Which is an impressive feat. Got to be impressive. Somebody could actually accomplish that. You know, there was a stripper that did that on The Real Housewives of Atlanta one season. Why? Ridiculous. Girl, that is a whole porn category. I don't want to see that. Wow, okay. I mean, I'm impressed (laughs) that your penis would be long enough for you to suck it, but how did you know you had this talent? I, I, I guess it got halfway. Like, wait a second. Is this a, is this a thing? <laughs> is this going to happen? This is this is about to happen. You should never. Be. Maybe this he was just so like happen. stretching his groin and he was like, Whoa. it's happening. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> it just hit him in the face. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. Yeah. This is so happening. Hello. It's so fun when that happens. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, it's also Ryan's previous. It's also, you know, paranoid. R- Ryan's? Rince. 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 It's Rince. 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 It's 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 It's funnier if you say Rince penis, I guess. But, you know. It's Rancid. <laughs> rancid penis? Yeah. Ratchet penis, look. He done quit or got fired. He Which got one fired by Twitter. He got fired. Did he get fired? What the fuck did yes. I mean? He says he quit, but he basically got fired. No, you what never, you never have a replacement like that fast. 
if you yeah, do it. Yo, that's, that's crazy. And like, right. you know, I consider myself somewhat like informed. You, I, have, to, you have to be up on things. Yo, man. It's like you your know, president makes quick moves. Yeah, other stuff it. jumping up. Yeah, because he basically legislates through Twitter, uh, which is crazy because he hasn't done any legislation through Congress. I mean, yeah. kind of how you that's, legislate. Uh, that's kind of not a bad thing, though. Well, no, it it isn't. But it's just like, dude, if you have a super majority, you should actually try to use that. But <laughs> we're not gonna tell them. You know, keep doing what you're doing, DJ. But Republicans don't actually like each other. Mm-mm. Well, I don't think people they in Congress in general like it. Many of them don't like him. Yeah, but they were just united against the black man. So we thought that they had a platform. I mean, nobody who was paying attention thought that, but people thought that they had a platform. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They don't. Mm. So it's just fuckery all around. You get some. And okay, so uh, uh <laughs> All right. So um yeah, 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 I got to the Scaramucci thing before I could get to it. So um Emmy. I didn't get a chance to get to it because he was on my list of problematic people. I know, and no, no like, one actually jumped that off. You supposed to you supposed to open up the show with that? What problematic people? Yeah, problematic ass people. Mm-hmm. Get it? Let's go. So I have a list. No, I need the introduction. Do it right. This week in problematic ass people, we've already talked about a couple of them. We talked about Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch, the mooch. We touched on Cantaloupe Commander in Chief, and I want to get into not really, but um. Another person on the list is John McCain. Nigga, uh. you do not get to rise from your fucking deathbed. Rise from your grave. <laughs> Did you just go altered beast? Altered beast, I had to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. After you had taxpayer-paid surgery to remove a brain, a blood clot mm. from over your eye, behind your eye, and your brain, whatever, hop on a private jet to fly across the country. Mm. Cast a vote to lead to a discussion to possibly take away health care for 20 million people. Then when they get to the point where people are voting and you say no and all of a sudden you're supposed to be a fucking hero. Everybody's like patting you on the back like, oh, my God, John McCain. He's so awesome. Like, well, he's, well, a, he's Captain Maverick. Save yeah, he's a, a maverick. Mm. He's a maverick. You know, just remember. you know what I'm saying? He's a maverick. I have so to Captain say. Captain Maverick, save a home. Had to come in and steal the spotlight from of the two course. women who were actually standing up Uh-oh. for their constituents. Because, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about how the dude from the Department of Interior threatened Lisa Murkowski. And she was like, nah, dude, sorry. Got to give our people health care. Well, she also also has uh, oversight the- over the Department of Interior. So that wouldn't have mattered anyway because she would have made his life more difficult than he wanted it. It's also that. Well, this is true, but... This is true, but I, I feel like the way he's going to go about dismantling the regulations, he's he going to come for Alaska way before she's going to have a chance to stop him because he got a lot of leeway um, as head of the department. He was actually uh, on my list of problematic people because we thought that because he didn't want to give away public lands that he might not be so problematic. But it turns out he's just going to use the regulations to give it all away um, with taxpayer money. Oh, awesome. Like he's going to allow private companies on to land that we're going to keep public so that, you know what I'm saying, the public can fund the cleanup and, you know what I'm saying, deal with the aftermath of whatever fuckery he lets them do, be it cutting down redwood trees or, you know, mining. and But, you know, know, Alaska is so open for, like, you know, being fucked over because we protected it for so long. Well, that right there is why he told her she might want to slow her roll. Yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, if you want to have somebody write a movie for John McCain, and like if you're John McCain, if somebody's going to write a movie about your life after you die, if that is your final act, that is a great way to end a fucking movie. (laughs) Like, like it it was very... So he doesn't die? Hmm? He doesn't die in that movie? Uh, Well, if you you end it right there, like, yeah. Just Just keep going. It's not going to be that much longer. I, I will say this, like, he could have just killed it dead from the whole thing, but I, I think he kept his political cash by, like, allowing the vote to happen, and then, like, he did whatever, because there were already other people who were not going to, to vote, um, supposedly, and were against it, whatever, so if just it looks like, special. you know, it was a 50-50 and John McCain broke it, whatever, what are you going to say to John McCain? Because John McCain just came back from what you just said, his deathbed almost, and, you know, flew across the country to have this pivotal vote. So it's just like 
all those other Republicans who, who were going to stand up and say no, supposedly, hypothetically, possibly, no longer take that political hit. He took the hit for them because I don't think any of the Republicans think that repealing the plan and not replacing it with anything makes any sense. I mean, but I'm not going to agree that McCain wasn't problematic prior to this anyway. So. If we really want to talk about John McCain, um, I'm going to come at it from a different angle and just say that um, I'm actually just happy and proud that he was able to speak coherently, you know, when he voted no, because <laughs> watching him in that Jim Comey uh, testimony here. And what do you mean President I, Comey? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> President Comey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, President Comey. Yeah, I, I thought John McCain was You know what done. the fuck your name is. I thought he was finito when he was asking these questions. There's a, there was a point when he got to the floor. I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. I'm being sincere. Um, there was a point when he got to the floor when he arrived because everybody was kind of waiting around for him to arrive, to, you know, for him to cast his vote. And um, there's a point when he got to the floor and he got he walked down and spoke to a couple of people. He looked like he didn't know where he needed to go for a split second. And I was like, oh, it's about to go down. Oh, he and he got he got it together though. So I was I was happy for that. Yeah, yeah. And I just I just I, you know I want every human to you know <laughs> every human every human to, to just be alright. You know, it just, a, sound like an alien invader. I want every human to be alright. I just want every human to be alright. You know, regardless of your politics. You know, I just. I don't want you to have like degenerative brain condition or or anything like that. So, you know, but this healthcare uh, foolishness, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, uh, the the human race um, solving a lot of its problems. And I think where we are is just that the human race needs to just cease to exist to solve a lot of these problems. We're on the way. I, I think we're I don't I think we're past the point of no return. I think the planet's past the point of no oh. return. We've broken oh. it beyond fixing. I think uh the you know broken the planet. <laughs> broken planet. Fra- so. The fractures in the social paradigm are too far gone. Like I just I no, think we, we're we done. We don't need to go extinct. We just need to have a massive die off like the dinosaurs. You know what I'm saying? We still got crocodiles, you know what I'm saying? Some of them survived. Yeah, true. You know <laughs> like true. Like we don't you, need. You will see like a mess of. You see a mess of hippos, and then you'll see like one crocodile chilling like thirty five feet away from them. Like we used to run this. We got sharks. I mean, like there are tons of creatures that have been around since prehistoric times. Horseshoe fucking crabs. Oh, like breathing. the reality is, you know what I'm saying. We don't need an extinction. We just need to die off. And since our sperm count has dropped forty percent, we headed there anyway. A what? A what count? Who? What? Huh? Sperm oh yeah, count. the American sperm count. Has dropped forty percent over the like the last. Well, well, here, like, well, here's years, what I don't want. Like what I don't want is for us to be in a hand handmaid's mm-hmm. tale situation. That that's what I don't oh, want. We never gonna be that. Uh, Poor people breed. <laughs> I just had that conversation at brunch. Poor people and brown people make babies. Yeah, we do. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, we do. That's what that's what and, they're trying and to super, stop. And, 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 and super religious people make babies. True. You know, looking at you, Duggar family. The ultra, the ultra, conser- the, the ultra conservative Jews are having six point one babies. You know what I'm saying to the standard rate of three point one to everybody else in Israel. You know what I'm saying they 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 about to. You know what I'm saying could, by twenty by twenty fifty nine, the country will be sixty percent Mexican Catholic. Dude, you know, dude. Well, you can just say Mexican. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say that. Well, it's no, just easier to say that. Their, way. Their, their birth rate is dropping. They got birth control. What? Yeah. I never thought I'd see today. Uh, what about Puerto Ricans, though? What about them? I'm just they American like everybody else. They got the same Obamacare we got. They got birth control. Okay. Poor people still breed. Well, that is encouraging for people who like to have uh, unprotected sex with Mexicans, I guess. But if they like that, I don't. I but let me take that back. Poor people aren't breeding. Poor people don't have access to birth control. So they, you know what I'm saying, are unfortunately forced to pro- procreate. Where, you know what I'm saying? The rest of us not procreating is a luxury. Mm-hmm. Real fucking talk. <clears throat> and I think if you ask any woman, you know what I'm saying, what is her name? There's a song about birth control, about the pill by a country singer. And like she talked about, like, I forget, was it Loretta Lynn? I have no idea. I don't know. If she's still alive. We're in the dark. If she's still alive, it was her. Sure but I mean, like she, she, she talked about in an interview with Terry Gross about how, like, you know what I'm saying. By the time the pill came around, she had actually had already her babies, but she had like six kids, and it's like she wasn't. None of them were planned. She wasn't particularly thrilled about any of it. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying. 
I think that most people don't want to think about the children they have not existing. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I think there's a lot of women who look at their kids and be like, it may be like three, four, too many of y'all. I mean, it definitely is. It definitely is. There's too many people on the planet. And there's too many people on the planet and we have we have too much beef with one another and it's just it's not it's not sustainable it's not sustainable for the planet it's not sustainable for our species and not because it's not actually sustainable because if we were a more responsible species and more accountable to one another um, as people then it's actually not too many people we waste lose and and just throw away so much food uh, that hungry people could actually eat there are so many options for renewable energy sources that we do not have to continue to uh, put gasoline. CO2 oh, yeah. and, and, you know, greenhouse gases in the sky. Like, but we, Trump we don't said have to, to do it. But Trump we, said to go ahead and, and, and build the gas guzzlers again. That's what he told the auto yeah, industry. Yeah. Trump, Trump, Trump also told the police to beat motherfuckers' asses. Oh, yeah, handle them roughly. He did tell them. Trump that. also said he's food? bringing all the jobs back to the Midwest. All Wait, of what them. If, <laughs> what if we grew food and not grass? Yeah. I mean, we could do that, but that's the thing. We're not. Now, there people, let me let me change my original statement cuz I said the human race. I am going to say certain countries. <laughs> because when I was in Toronto, they're like Ontario's province policy is compost and recycling and penalties for excess amounts of trash. Didn't Sweden get rid of what? their trash? Yes. I like, love that. I was in Toronto watching them, you know, compost. And I was like, oh, you guys compost. And they were like, yeah, everybody does. And I mean, you know, like everybody in your house or what are you talking about? They were like, no, everybody in Ontario composts. You have to. You have to like put your organic waste in compost. You put your, you know, recycling waste in recycle. And then your regular trash waste, if there's too much at the time of input, uh, uh, pickup, they will find you. Uh, uh, I was like, um, yeah, so I'm going to uh. intensify this search for moving to Toronto. I would definitely compost if uh, if the if the state or the city like picked up my compost. I would definitely do it. The only reason I don't compost I is because I'm not a farmer. Good. Like, what am I going to do with the compost, right? You know? Put it in the put it on your yard and it'll yeah. grow nice and lush and green. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm also not a big fan out. of yards. Right. right. <laughs> I like gotta cut those. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, I like uh, trees. I'm a big yeah. fan of trees. I'm not a fan of grass. The grass is not my thing. Well you can put it you can put it around trees. Okay. Because it'll go into Grass is the enemy. <laughs> no like grass. Like the, the root the root structure of most trees is about twice what the actual like shade. Kill grass. Is. Are you unsullied right now? No. What are you doing? <laughs> you sound like you sound like rice, Grey Worm right now. Rise, chicken, rise. <laughs> y'all don't uh, y'all don't watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. There's there's an episode oh, where they had the witch doctor. Not on. in years. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It basically like they needed to like bring somebody back from the dead and in the in the and the doctor the uh, the witch doctor only know how to like bring chickens back from the dead. So. My other problematic person, Rise Chicken, is Ricky Rose. Uh, Not Rose. Rose. Did y'all hear what this was? I actually read it. Like after 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 yesterday, I did get current on that at least. Please please proceed. Anybody, any woman he spend money on, he got a fuck. Yes, he said he has never signed a Whoa. female rapper because he would feel like, you know, I paid money for her to have these photo shoots and do these videos and record. And I just feel like if I spend all that money on her, I got to fuck her. At least three, four times. So they hear my question. Do he have daughters? He does. Because we know he got some kids. So do you feel that way about them? Well, I guess he would because never sign like, them to his label. Or to, because, be well, I mean, well, then why isn't there some boss? Why I got to be all women that I spend money on? And and some of that money goes to making them look better. I automatically got to stick my dick in it. Like, why okay, okay. so because patriarchy and misogyny. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the other half of it. And again, I want to clarify before I say this because I'm not justifying or like validating anything he said. You devil's advocate ass. Bro. I'm not a devil's advocate <laughs> ass. Nigga. I'm just saying 
he tried to issue an apology afterwards, and part of his apology was saying that like he wouldn't have the empire, quote unquote. These are his words, not mine, because it's not really an empire; it's a no, record label. But uh, anyway, he wouldn't have the empire that he has right now without the two strongest women he knows, which is his mother and his sister. And then he also has a daughter, which is his like like the love of his life, or some other type of term he used, where he sounded like you know like he was sorry for what he said. Right, um, but that's cool story, that's, bro. That's just as problematic because like so the the, the women that you share blood with are somehow not women and they up on this super high pedestal and everybody else is just you know what i'm saying a commodity yes. to be bought and sold mm-hmm. like fuck that that, that, that that kind of like oh but these women are the exception Yo, that you. proves the rule you. that you think women are worthless right. and it was a could stupid I, ass apology uh, could, like could, you said what you meant to say in the beginning w- like right. i can't sign them because i'm going to fuck them and it's not just like this is something, and you have not signed any female rappers. So if someone asks you, and it wasn't like, you know, the story you were telling earlier, where it was like the longest pause in the world. It's not like they asked him, and he was like, "I don't know, you know, I never really thought about it." He was like, "Cause I got a fucker." So, <laughs> oh, oh. so can, can I offer no. a couple? Can I offer a couple? Love? So then to say like I offer an apology because my mother and my child and whoever other random woman in my life they lifted me up and you know held me up like a baby a like, baby like 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 uh, Kuta Kinte held up you know his behold the only woman greater than. All the other women, I guess. I don't know. Right. So it's like, you know, you offer this right. bullshit-ass apology after you said something stupid, like most people that say stupid shit do. And I guess we're going to get into Tiffany Haddish at some point also. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I offer a couple of thoughts with regard to the whole Rick Ross thing? Do you have thoughts to offer? Every where, now and then. Where are they? Every now and then. Are they in the house or not? No, it's, it's right here. I'm going to, you know, outside. if you allow me to present it, I'm going to lay it out for you. You get the joke. It's fine. No, it's okay. It's all right. I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, offer your thoughts. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You called so. me a pimp, but you got thoughts to offer. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't say thoughts. I said thoughts. That's oh, what's the I joke. I enunciated. That's why thoughts already. The joke. You know what? I didn't get Thoughtfully. the joke. I, I was trying to entendre that thing. I feel it. You know what? That was my fault. Oh, you that was a bad alley oop. No, that's my, my bad because I've been out for a while. Can y'all stop juggling each other's balls and get to your <laughs> thoughts, please leave? <laughs> Well, it's better than sucking our own cocks. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, hey, yeah. okay. But uh, so okay. So We're a couple things. Impressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a couple things. Okay. So one with the Rick Ross thing, and I'm I'm just speculating because I really don't know. I really don't care to be honest with you. But I'm just throwing it out there oh. just to give you know another side to this potentially. Okay. So one with Rick Ross, I believe that he has. More than most rappers, I believe he has some identity issues because he came into this game presenting himself like he was the biggest drug dealer known to man. Mm-hmm. He came in with the name Rick Ross, which it's obviously is somebody you know, else's name. Was taken from Freeway Ricky Ross, who actually really moved weight. Um, his first song that that caught like national fame, one of the biggest lines, in my opinion, was "I know Noriega, the real Noriega. He owed me a hundred favors." To me, that was like the immediate point where I was like, "Okay, I'm checking out." Like this is now this is ridiculous. So you got somebody who was, you know, claiming to be like like this big drug kingpin. It turns out he's a corrections officer. So I think in terms of trying to live up to this idea of what a masculine, you know, gangster hip hop artist is supposed to be, I think he might sometimes get lost in translation in terms of what he's supposed to say for entertainment, when he's supposed to say it, and like, but you know, what know it's okay. Hmm? I totally got to stop you with that thought because this is the same dude who had a line talking about some. I put her Molly, Molly and she didn't even know it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she didn't know it. And then I went home and fucked her, and she, she didn't, didn't even know, know it. it. Yeah. So, like, the reality is, you know what I'm saying? Like what he said just confirms that he thinks that women are possessions, they're commodities to be bought, traded, and sold. You know what I'm but saying? But that also so, feeds into like, my my second point, though. My second point was, or is rather. Perhaps that is actually how he transacts arrangements in, in business with women. Maybe that's how he has to be able to interact with them. Maybe he has to get them things in order for them to actually be interested in him. Did maybe he just say he has to. He don't have to do anything. I'm just I saying. I mean, maybe he feels no, that I way. I'm, I, of, I know a lot of fat niggas who get pussy because they funny. That's great. I mean, Biggie supposedly had a great personality. I get it. I'm just saying. But for him, maybe that's what that's what. Oh. 
You know what I'm saying? The reality is he treats women like that because they he thinks they are things. Mm-hmm. So the treatment that he gets from women stems totally from how he comes at them. Y'all on some levels set the tone. Yeah, I um I disagree with that at all. I to into Lee's point, like, you know, I think that a lot of uh, a lot of people have identity issues. That's that's nothing new. And he his may be like, you know, we may see overt overt signals of his identity issues. Um, but I know that, you know, we we even sit here and we make a lot of comments and some of the comments we make are you know, purely just who we are and what we think. And I know uh, Lee and I more so in particular and, and quite often uh, Takia, you know, uh, Chrissy's too, she's way too real for this. But um, some sometimes we make comments for entertainment value because we think they're funny. We think it's going to be hilarious. Um, and But none of us ever make any comments that are misogynistic um, overtly. None of us uh, disrespect women or disrespect underrepresented communities. Um, that just says something about who we are and what we think about those topics. You know, we say a lot of things for entertainment value and you do walk a line, you know, when you're being sarcastic, when you're being edgy, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you, you go, you paint outside the lines, uh, to exaggerate or try to make a point or try to make something funnier. But at the core of what we say, like there's never, I don't think anybody could point to like anything we've said during this conversation and say any of us are sexist or misogynistic or hate women. Maybe a touch racist. Or, you know, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit racist. Yeah, 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 racist. Yeah, you know, we gotta be a little bit racist. You know, eventually we're gonna be right right now we're young black people. Eventually we're gonna be old black people. We will be racist when that happens. Whatever the fuck we want, then. Yeah, that's gonna happen. We are gonna be very racist when that happens. Yeah. But but until then, we're not racist right Mildly now. Racist. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, was that a choke cough? Like, Chris is like, speak for yourself. I'm racist as fuck. <laughs> Chris is like, I'm racist I'm now. Old. Yeah, if I feel like I'm my old racist self already. Yeah, yeah. And I, I use the term racist loosely, obviously, because, you know, racism implies power. Um, and that we don't really have any power structure. Circle, yes. Yeah, power structure, which we uh, do not have and are not the managers of nor creators of. So, uh, or the beneficiaries. Gra- grain of salt with that. Grain yeah. of salt with that. But salt, not for black people, because, you know, hypertension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, like, I, I, but is this really an identity crisis? Sure. I think Rick Ross is just an asshole. He says some asshole shit that he just thinks. And somebody said, dude, that's wrong. And he was like, oh, apologies. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with the fact that he thinks like inappropriate shit we all think inappropriate shit is the the difference between thinking it and saying it uh so he does definitely has an issue with filter problems which is weird coming from me because i definitely have filter issues sometimes but i digress this is not about me this is about was, Rick Ross. i don't think it was about filters uh, though i think he intentionally said it and i think at some on I think some he thought level that shit was he thought funny. it was going to be yes yeah i think he, he thought, thought that it shit was, was cool. going to be better accepted than it was he thought people were going to take it real light and it's like, oh, you had a fucker. Oh, that's funny because misogyny. And then people were like, nah, nigga. And he was like, oh. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, My bad. Is this thing on? Oh, y'all didn't like that? Okay, let me, uh, let me apologize. Let me roll this back. Man, let me say, let me and, and that's what I was saying. Part of why I think it's just also part of like, I think there's part of a lameness to it because I think there is a certain demographic of dudes i'm not gonna put it on his weight that could be a factor because everybody has their own issues they have to deal with in terms of their who they are and how they feel they fit in and how they feel they perceive some dudes i'm not gonna get into that and they gotta do things right i feel like i feel like that might have been something he felt he had to do prior to even getting money so once he got money it's like i'm abused the fuck out of this shit and once like that probably solidified it more in his mind i don't know i'm speculating i'm just throwing that out there but it's a good possibility. It's a, it's a possibility. I won't even say it's a good one, but it's possible right. that he could just have some, just some lame, like you know, uh, aspects of his character in terms of his ability to attract women outside of having money and affluence and success. And I think the likelihood is that you just said like you know, a lot of, of fat things. dudes you know that are funny, and you know he doesn't seem to have like the. I mean, if you're trying to be like gangster 
and like err all the time or whatever. And like to me, I don't really get that vibe from him. He seems like he's probably actually at his core probably a nice person. But if you have to like like Minus live up, the, no. But if you have to live up to this persona that you've built, though, maybe you're not a nice person, rape. huh? And the song's about. I don't think that. I'm, okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excusing <clears throat> that. What I'm saying is like again, if he's trying to do all these things to sound cool. And he tried to do all these things to sell records because at the end of the day, he's selling records to a specific demographic. It's almost like I'm gonna transition this a little bit, and if this makes sense, fine. If not, we can you can we can just scratch from the record. Um, Fifty Cent came out not but maybe two weeks ago and said Jay's album was cool, but it was too smart. Mm. And he, he was like, he's like, it's too smart, and it's like that. a lot of people. You know, he said I thought it was cool, but a lot of people aren't going to get it. I make records for a specific type of people, so my album comes out because he's also he's always self promoting. So my album comes out, it's going to be good. Is this going to be that smart? No, nah, it's not going to be that smart because he, he's marketing to a particular like group of people, and, <clears throat> and Rick Ross is marketing to a particular group of people, and obviously he doesn't have enough belief in those people that he's marketing to. So this is what he thinks is acceptable. So that's also a question of like, you know, how well do you actually identify with these people? Is that really you or is what you think it is? I mean, again, it's speculation, you know. I, I think I don't want really to care at the end of the day because I, I don't, you know. I think that's a, I think, all right, so I think that's a good point. I didn't know 50 said that. Um, and I think uh, it's actually, I think it's great that he said that because uh, that gives an example of what we've been dealing with uh, in the hip hop, rap, music industry for like the past, you know, 20 years, um, which is, you know, re- remember, uh, Jay had that song, that, that, uh, lyric many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, um, I'd rather sound like common sense, but I made five mil. I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's like, that's the mentality of hip hop. That's the mentality of the rappers. That's the mentality of the producers, the A&Rs. Like they have a formula to generate revenue and that's part of that formula to generate revenue so people don't want to paint outside those lines because it harms their money mm-hmm. but with with uh ricky rose or whatever we call him what's his what's his name what's rose his, what's his uh, fat bastard oh i think actually fat bastard sounds a little more like this christy yeah. made points to yeah, made points and lee made points and i've just come down on the side of people are complicated af and uh, I think it's probably all of those things. It's a mixture of everything. I think he, I think uh, he could, in some respects, be like a nice person to people that know him. But you know, to people who don't know him, he probably is an asshole, and thusly projects an asshole persona. And then I think he also like created a situation where he came into this that industry with a certain persona and then he put pressure on himself to live up to, to have to live up to it that's his fault he yeah. did that yeah. um but i think all of those things are true he's an asshole who is nice to people who know him and is a misogynist who does not respect women but you know also put pressure on himself to act a certain way and then all of that becomes problematic um when you have to as fuck yeah yeah, yeah. right so I, I, I think people are just complicated people are complicated and then we're not one-dimensional beings and frequently we're bad for so many reasons we're not bad for just one reason <laughs> we're bad for a ton of different reasons that doesn't excuse the badness um and i don't agree with rick rick Ricky Rose, Rick Ross. Did we come down on the side of what we're calling them? I don't Rose. Know. Yeah. Whatever. <coughs> I, well, I don't care what we call them. I don't agree with him saying that. I think him saying that is wrong. I think it's disrespectful to women. You could tell at his core that there is a problem with how he sees women, with how he values women. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. It should not be excused. Um, I just think there's layers to how he got that way and why he is that way is all I'm saying. So speaking Shame. of... <laughs> Are my next problematic person. Oh, we got more. Awesome. Are you all, I told y'all I had a list. Are you all familiar with Sandra Rose? No. So Sandra Rose is a gossip blogger lady uh. who <laughs> decided to, she's very opinionated, and she went on her website and referred to Rihanna as plus-sized singer Rihanna. Rihanna's plus-sized? So you know Rihanna has- what? What did I miss? Wait, Rihanna's plus size? I mean, I, uh, Rihanna's done put on a little love, but is it the, is the right kind of love? Boy, is she plus size? No, no, no. no she put on the right kind no. of love, though. 
Like no. she's not she's not as small as she used to be. This but that's is why a good she's thing. on the list of problematic. I mean, she people. might be a plus, but that, that don't make her. She's plus definitely a plus. I didn't used to look at Rihanna like five years ago, but today. Because Rihanna's getting grown woman body. She is, and she's getting like matching that grown woman mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what? To add to the really prior conversation. Yeah, man, you got to read the room. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, right. And she in this relationship. She all booed up. She happy. Fast. That's nothing. That's she didn't say last week. Fast. I was actually just tagging into what she said last week about messing with the billionaire dude. But go ahead. All right. Gotta read the room now. Um, so yeah, that's why uh, Sandra Rose is up here because calling Rihanna a plus sized singer is to say is a stretch is like very minimalized. Um, so you're on this list this week, Sandra Rose. Another Rose is Amber Rose. Yeah. Because she came for you, Christy. Yeah, because you're a Philly girl. She said people are not traditionally traditionally attractive where I'm from. So we are segregated. Our neighborhoods bump up against each other. We got plenty po-black people, po-Spanish people, poor Latinx people, and poor white people who live in neighborhoods that are all adjacent to each other. You know what them motherfuckers been doing since day one? Making motherfucking babies. That bitch is a dime a dozen in Philadelphia. Hmm. I don't actually know where she thought she was so special on what corner, where. On especially the bus, in South said. Philly, because South Philly is full of, you know what I'm saying, Italian dudes who then knocked up black bitches, you know what I'm saying, and they done had a whole bunch of mixed babies together. I just don't understand why she thought she was special. According oh, to Miss uh, Amber, because- she would be on the bus and people would say, oh, my God, you're beautiful. Where are you from? And she'd be like, I'm from South Philly. And they'd be like, you're a liar. You must be from L.A. because you can't be from Philly looking like that. And she's like, you know, it's so hard being beautiful. Yeah, niggas trying to get in your draw said that shit to you. You know what? And that's a hilarious thing. I was when I heard that actual audio clip, somebody basically said that same thing. She said, I think dudes done gassed her head up because dudes will say anything to get the draws. And she did a she did a Ricky Ross thing and went online and did some bullshit ass apology. Like, no, no, no. Like I didn't I mean, I said that, but like what I meant is all people are beautiful. And love and light and peace and blessings and burn some incense. But isn't she a feminist, though? You know, her feminism is problematic as fuck. Talk about it. Because all she wants to say is like, I'm a feminist because I can fuck who I want. That's it. That's, that is the extent her of her feminism. Based on exploitative capitalism. And that are t- those are two things that can't exist in the same space. I'm a feminist. I have a slut walk. She doesn't, I don't, I don't see her out publicly doing anything outside of her slut walk where Mm -hmm. she is actually advocating for laws that protect sex workers because she loves to say that she used to be a sex worker. You know what I'm saying? When people come for her, but I don't see her advocating for sex workers rights. I don't see her advocating for sex worker safety. I don't actually see her putting her mouth or her image or, or any kind of thing that has to do with the actual real lives of people, you know what I'm saying, who are never going to be Amber Rose, who are never going to have the kind of opportunities that she had because they are never going to come across a rapper, ever. They're just going to have the lives that they have and they are trying to survive. Meanwhile, she is thriving and I don't see her platform or her using her platform to actually highlight the struggles of people who are out there living this life that she is glorifying because they're just trying to survive. Meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that she should be doing anything different. I'm saying if you're going to say you're a feminist, if you're going to put, you know what I'm saying, your pussy on Instagram, you know what I'm saying, and talk about you bringing the bush back, you know what I'm saying, then let's actually talk about why pubic hair is healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to do these things, then don't just do them for attention. Don't just get some likes. Actually have something to say, and she don't never have nothing to say. She never has anything to say. She always got, like, a tagline, you know what I'm saying? She a hashtag without an explanation. And I just feel like that's problematic as fuck because all she ultimately doing is, you know what I'm saying, making it so that she gets more when she goes and promotes parties places. And then, you know, if anybody says anything, it's like, oh, you're bashing me because I'm a feminist. Like, no, ma'am, you're just you're putting on these feminist pants. But no. Clarify for me. So, like, does stripper fall under sex work or was she like something beyond a stripper? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. No, stripper falls under sex worker. Okay. I'm ignorant. I'd like, you know, if I, I you ask become a sexual object for somebody's entertainment, no matter what the contact level is, you are a sex worker. So I've been a sex worker. Oh, man, I was just going to say that. I've Shit. actually been a sex worker before. Holy fuck. This, this has just changed my whole life. I, um, I don't know. I've well, been, I'm I've already been, in counseling. This, this. I guess I need to just bring this up. I guess it's something new for I'm, my counselor. The them. idea of referring to Amber Rose as a beautiful feminist is flawed at best. Mm. Who referred to her as a beautiful feminist? She refers to herself as beautiful, and she refers to herself as a feminist. Well, you know, at the end of the day, she is kind of narcissistic, so far for She the didn't use that tagline for herself. No. Well, look, I um until until we uh, do something about dismantling this patriarchy and uh, misogynistic system, um, I'm not in the business of uh, criticizing women, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to judge. I'm a woman. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm a judge. I'll, I'll, I'll criticize women. I, I, I just I fall back from it. I fall back from it because it's too touchy. It's too risky, and I just don't want to risk of harming the conversation by saying the wrong. Just thing. don't be touchy when you criticize. Um, probably a good Muslim. But uh, what I what I will do is ask about um, this healthy pubic hair situation because I don't like I don't know the science on it. So yeah, Chrissy, they're, they're, Pros like and cons for the people. Like, like, give us, give us the pros. If you can hip us to the fact on yes. like what the healthy pubic hair situation is. Yes. I want to know how much should you pubic have. Hair, it's just... Pubic hair actually helps you uh, to to prevent you from getting uh, STIs that especially uh, require skin on skin contact. That, it is that makes a barrier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. There, there, there are pros and cons to the whole. It's, it's, it's a touchy thing. So is that why they used to wear Merkins back in the day? No, the Merkins is just because you know this. You know, no, <laughs> know why they wore Merkins, man? Like, like you gonna make me say that? Like, really? They want, they wanted the look of pubic hair, but you know, people were dirty and lice. And crab lice, yeah, yeah, uh, or lice in general, probably. Yeah, I knew that. But I just know, wanted to talk about Merkins. So, so. You don't bathe. You don't bathe regularly. You know what I'm saying? Critters might think that you're a good home. So. I'm, just, I'm just happy to be you know in a room saying? full of people who know what the Merkin is. So frequently, I <laughs> so, use the term Merkin, and people really? have no idea what I'm saying. So, is that them strange so, little sweet pickles? So, <laughs> no, nah, that's so a gherkin, fool. When Europeans were trying to convince themselves and everybody else that bathing was bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What what what, what king was that in France that literally? Like, hated bathing so much he was literally falling apart. Was it Louis the Fourteenth or eight? No, literally. You're like, dude, when you I take a know, bath, your are. balls smell like trench water. No, no, he literally bath. he because his his body was rotting because he he would not bathe. He hated to bathe. And Ew. imagine that this is the king, so there are women who have to pleasure him. Pleasure oh. the gangrenous king. Yes, <laughs> and it, 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 probably, it was probably not a good situation, but yeah, especially if he wasn't so circumcised. Gross. Oh, oh. Ooh, cottage cheese. I bet you Caligula kept it clean though. I'm not going there with that. <laughs> like he's he's looking at he looked around like please play with me on this one. Like I'm not going there. Nobody's going with me on Caligula. I'm by myself on Caligula. But but the Romans bathed, you know what I'm saying? One exactly. of the things they did was take water everywhere. Mm-hmm. Put some roses in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They like to kill themselves and they were in water drinking, too. But they also have they also had baths, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. had an affinity for a nice warm bath. Mm-hmm. You know That's how they used to kill themselves. Yeah. My last problematic Group this of is people the longest the problematic as well. It is. Oh, hey, it long. was a problematic oh. ass week. Hey, okay. look. I'm, hey, saying, I'm, I'm with it, judging. It's I'm with like, it. This, like, has been, half the show. this has been great fuel. This has yeah. been fuel. For my fire. The last people, <laughs> the Game of Thrones fire, producers Jake. and HBO. Oh, Confederate? You mad about this? For that bullshit ass Confederate. How can you not be? Hmm? Why do we need another show about slavery? I don't need another Why show about need... slavery. Wait, wait. Let us have a history lesson. We don't actually need to know what would happen if the South won the Civil War because the South effectively did win the Civil War. They may have signed a treaty, but with the end of Reconstruction, you know what I'm saying, and the institution of Jim Crow, slavery was back in full effect in a different way. Penis you know what I'm saying, but still in full effect. Black people were collateral. Black oaks. They were stuck to the land. You know what I'm saying? Big and loss. you know what I'm saying? We used the prison system as a way to keep black men from ever being Tenet able farming. to accomplish or attain anything. So the reality is we Maybe already know what would happen in the South won the Civil War because we're still living it to this day. It is America now. 
I think I would like to have an intellectual threesome oh, well, with, with Christy and Michelle if we Alexander. Wanted to turn it, if, we, just be, if we wanted to turn it upside down on its head, what we would be asking ourselves <laughs> is what would happen if the niggas had revolted Uh-oh. and we enslaved them because we outnumbered them? See. That's the actual question on, to now, ask. Christy. That is the reverse reality so that don't nobody want to talk about. No what would happen if the that. niggas and the indigenous got together and totally rounded them motherfuckers up and was like, you know what? We got these plantations. We don't see no reason to dismantle them. Get to work in Missy Ann. That's not the fantasy that Get white people want to see. White people want to see the fantasy of, okay, so the South won and slavery is legal and it's cool and the South seceded. And, you know, let's get into that fantasy. That's the fantasy people want to see. The movie, but, oh, um, what was it, white, is- white Man's Burden that came out some years ago? John Travolta and Harry Belafonte. Right, right. Right. Nobody wants that, to see did. that. I saw it. Nobody wants I to see it. that played <laughs> out in a series. Because that's not, that doesn't get white people's sticks. Hard. Nobody wants to see it played out in no. the movies because that shit bombed. And, and it, it was terribly written, though. And John Blackman Travolta and Cage is being the bad guy just hasn't been enough. No. It just hasn't been satisfying enough. Mm-mm. No. We need to go full on slavery. So, Christy, if I like, if I was to meet Michelle Alexander and, you know, introduce her, you know, to you, you know, was we'll just bring her on the flash. Are there, black are there some possibilities for the three of us? That's all I'm saying. I just want to. There are. And you know what? There are not yes. any people really that I would consider working for for free, but I would totally intern for her. There we go. There we go. Doing what? I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? I, would I, give now, her my labor for I now have my mission. <laughs> <laughs> So they are um, feeling some kind of way that people are upset about this slave fantasy that they want to produce, mainly because the two executive producers are black. Um, so I think they're husband and wife. I don't remember their names because they're not important in my world. So speaking of slave fantasies, is uh, Princess Leia, you know, being enslaved by Jabba the Hutt, is that, a, is that an acceptable slave fantasy? Like, where does that rank? On slave fantasies, so uh, she hasn't it? seen Jedi. Oh yeah, so she had. You haven't seen, but Jedi. I have. So uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, nobody was mad at the, at, the, at the metal bikini, but then again, you know, I don't think I should answer this because you know I'm a guy. Because she so. is Caucasian, but yeah. she's uh, she's a, a woman. And I you know, was just deeply disturbed by it. Yeah, it's just because it's Jabba. Yeah, like, were you, you disturbed because of no, no, a woman enslaved? No, because Jabba is disgusting. No, but because. Around the time that came out, you know, I I I was becoming aware of like rape being a thing, and I was just mm. watching the whole time. Like, so like, did he rape her? Like, I'm confused. Yeah. Clearly, the way she was dressed, it was to show her off. So with that yeah, nasty no, job tail. Women, for women, it could be problematic. I just want to. I just have a question. Uh, why at the point where the ship was going down, the job decided he wanted to get aggressive, personally before she was just chilling. Because the, race is always a plot point. But no, but I'm just saying at the end of the day, like it's like like you about to possibly die at this point. There's a lot of commotion going on there. At this point, you decide you want to like start whipping the tongue out. Because rape is always a plot point. Oh, you go. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Takia, you, you just need to know that anytime you make any point in any conversation it with these people, it can always come back to Star Wars okay. at any point. In time. What do you mean these people? Am I being racist right now? Am I discriminating against Star Wars? Oh, you talking about us? Wait, but you jump right in, Christy. What are you talking about? Like you, you, you. I said y'all too. You had valid points to make yourself as well. I did. There you go. I'm be honest with you. I I I was completely unaware of that concept at that age. Some commentary for it, but I'm. I'm gonna tell you this one time, Christy. When it comes to me, don't ever exclude yourself. That's all I'm saying. Also, I just want to, and then I'm going to be done because I feel like I have like monopolized this. No, it's okay. We like it when you do that. This is really good. There's a um, there's a documentary that Louis C.K. did called Check It. It's about a gay trans gang in D.C. This sounds interesting. And um, they had a screening for it on Friday at the Anacostia Arts Center, and I was going to go, but. I, I decided like I instead to be an introvert. But if you go to his website, I think it's louisck.net. I'll find it for you. I'll post it. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, you can get it. Website. It's like $5. Come on. That's cheaper than going to the movie. Um, 
And it documents, I think, about a year in the life of this gang. And basically what they decided is, you know, they were being bullied because they were gay. They acted effeminate. And so they decided, like, you know what? Fuck this. We are going to, like, form a gang. And we are going to ride on these fools. We're going to go down the gallery place. Y'all know the problems that happen at gallery place. And A lot of transients there, too, with mental issues. We're going to just, like, you know, somebody attacks one of us. You basically get all of us, and it just little New York just pop out of you just now. That's how gangs work. Look, don't worry about where I'm from. That is, I know what you're doing. That's why I was was asking. And see, like, I don't know how it is now, but I know, like, you know, probably up until at least 2008 or nine, if you were trans and you went to jail. They send you if you if you're a trans woman, they're gonna send you to a male jail. Mm-hmm. So I know trans women, you know what I'm saying, who've been locked up in DC jail, and I mean like gorgeous, like really, like 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 totally have the privilege to be able to pass, you know what I'm saying? And they really have to learn how to like fight because ultimately, you know what I'm saying, when they get in that jail, niggas be like, I'm saying, what's up? Like, oh, of course you sweet. You know what I'm saying? And they have to be like, oh, no, let, let me remind you, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't let all of this fool you, you know what I'm saying? Because we in here, I know exactly what I need to be in here. So, um, you know, th- that that sticking together is not just, you know what I'm saying, survival on the streets, but it's also the fact that, you know, you are homeless. They make a disproportionate uh, yep. part of the, the homeless population. So they're trying to survive life. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't have families that are supporting them. All they probably have, a lot of them are each, each other. other. And a lot of the stick together mentality is not just surviving on the street, but it also probably has to do with the fact that they're going in and out of the correctional, you know what I'm saying, system because that is really the, the, the only other place that's housing them since, you know what I'm saying, we're not actually providing them housing and they're doing what they have to do to get by. And so like I, I really want to see this because I think that's going to be interesting. I think it was really well done. Even though I did not go to the screening on Friday, I did watch it um, at home. Um, mm-hmm. And you can like stream it. You can download it, whatever. I think it's definitely worth checking out. And it hit on a lot of the points that you were saying, Christy, about how a lot of them, you know, they don't have family because family, you know, either got locked up or family um, was hooked on drugs or family was like, oh, um, one of the kids was saying, you know, like his mom would always say like, oh, you this little, you know, she, she would make a lot of inappropriate, inappropriate comments. comments that I am not going to repeat here, but you can see in the film. And he was like, you know, one day I just got mad and I pushed her down the stairs and then they decided that I needed to go to like the asylum. So it touches on a lot of that. And, you know, they let you know, like, look, just don't don't think just because we're gay, that means that we are weak because uh-huh. we are not. And we will get all in that ass and they will do anything to defend themselves and to defend each other. But there's also like they they also focus on how just the day to day survival, not even just like fighting, but like things they have to do to be able to pay the rent yeah. to get food. And, you know, we. I made a comment earlier about K Street, and that's where a lot of them go. Mm. And there was one um, one person up there who I think she was in, she said she was like 15 or 16. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to get my life together in like 11th or 12th grade. And like just the fucking gravity of that statement, like, mm. okay, you're out here on K Street, and you're talking about getting your life together in 11th grade. Like, Wow. And as somebody who's worked in foster care, like you, you see it, and you know that there are going to be some, some kids that just kind of like fall in in between the cracks, and you know that they're going to end up in some sort of lifestyle, not necessarily because they're lesbian, gay, transgender, or any of that, but just because the system is kind of fucked up. But I still think that the film is worth checking out. It's called Check It. Cool. It's um, Louis C K. Dot. I'll find the link. I'll make yeah. sure I post it. By the time yeah. you hear this podcast, it'll be on Flash Black. Right. Like I said, it's $5. Um, I've committed Lee to, to so do this. Definitely, I, I, I think first, it's definitely so. worth looking at. And I'm done. Hey. This is y'all's podcast. I know that um, 
You know, and you really claimed the fuck out of your time. I told you yeah, I was yeah. reclaiming my reclaiming time. Reclaiming my time. I told y'all at the beginning, no, this okay. is T. Rich. T. Rich Waters. Reclaiming my time. T. Rich, <laughs> T. Rich Waters. Waters. Is that okay. how we go in there? Hey, look, I know Takia has like, she knows about the DSM model and because uh, she, because of her training and experience and, um, you know, education uh, and how diagnoses usually go. Um, and mental health, uh, it is very important to understand that anger is one of those emotions that is frequently not a primary emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so when someone decides to, you know, ban with other people because they're angry about how they've been treated or somebody like pushes their mother down the stairs or, you know, any type of outlast that manifests in anger, there's usually an underlying emotion or series of experiences that occurred, um, that resulted in anger we uh, we just need to understand that mental health is like a serious issue in this country and mental health and wellness for every person not just people diagnosed with specific uh disorders and conditions because everybody has one trust and believe exactly and not just people who are running around with severe conditions and haven't been diagnosed but people who just like dealing with everyday stuff and and have difficulty coping with it you know the mechanisms that people need to stay mentally balanced in those situations we got a bunch of mentally imbalanced people having children training you know new mentally imbalanced people in the world mm-hmm. and that's the source of a lot of these problems that that's why i think the human race is, is done for like, like i said earlier just, and i think like, when i have you, no hope i have no hope. i think i looked at it also kind of like from from a social work lens because i look at so many things from a social work lens and just like looking at some of the behaviors i was like okay i see what you're saying mm-hmm. but that's not what you're saying like that's yeah. not you don't have them social work lenses? Nah, you better get yeah, can you Can you get them some social work lenses? That shit costs money. Yeah. I have I a social that, work lens. That's like life insurance oh, shit yeah. like that. I don't, I got they are expensive. I can tell you I have the social work lenses. So, yeah. Again, check it out. Check it. <laughs> but check it out. Check it. But they're not check transitions. Out, it, yeah. They're not transition lenses, though. So. Mm, sure indeed. Yeah. All right, so Slim, do you have anything you want to share? Concern? Nope. <laughs> anything I haven't talked about? <laughs> I, I, I have tried to do a, a good job of uh, chiming in. I feel like if I haven't been here for a while, um, I don't have uh, the the right to come in here and just stomp all over. You're the absolutely right, Christy. Sure. <laughs> 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 you got anything, babe? All right, Rick Roll. That is not true. He is our special guest star. Heather Locklear. He indeed. is allowed to come in and take up as much time as everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's right, Heather Locklear. Right, that is the deal we have. You know that's what that's what, that's what you've been dubbed in your absence. Right? I'm Heather Locklear. You didn't know that? That's, no, that's bad. That's how a, did you not know that? We've been making I, references. How am I? That Melrose Place was on air. Heather Locklear was a special guest star, despite the fact that she's on like episode one. She was only ever a special guest star. Like it would be special guest starring Heather Locklear, and then it would be the rest of the cast. You'd be like, "What's so special about that bitch?" I still don't know, but you are a special guest star. So basically, y'all calling me like the 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 sexiest blonde bobblehead in the history of uh, television. Well, I don't know. She's like she, a bobblehead, like, oh, a blow pops up. Her head was too big for her body. But, I mean, there's also, um, Pamela Anderson is also a blonde bobblehead, too. So They were also well, both owned, blowing she, she, Tommy Lee for a while. You see that big ass dick? You got to be a bobblehead to deal with all well, that dick. So are we saying I was yeah. doing that? I don't have anything oh, to add to that. Okay. Well, she got to right. piece of Melrose, I think, as like a producer or something like that. So I feel like you, you could take that. You got a piece of the production on take it? That, take I'll that. I'll take a piece of the production. Are you going to be yeah. named also on the OSHA company? Yeah. Yeah, my, hey, oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be named because this is this is, this is these, these inhumane recording conditions. Which I will not allow this to stand. Y'all don't understand what we have will to do. I will not allow this to stand. Hey. I'm just saying you need to get a fan. You need to get two fans. <laughs> two you know? fans. And we need to be... Yes, and we need to cope with a little white noise because, like, that's just wrong. Okay, first of all, it's not white noise after a certain point. Then it becomes like something else. It becomes more like like they, they like gl- African noise. Glistening. I don't know. Shout out they, to Fabio the Dry Fish. That's because the light is shining off of their heads. Because it's hot as shit in here. I no. feel like you should turn the light, light out. Light. First of all, like, turn, turn, Slim turn has a very buoyant forehead. That's what all that is. You know, Wait a minute. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. But you know what? That's a great way to distract. I just want to point something else out uh, while we're talking about all this. We mentioned Steve Bannon sucking his own cock. We mentioned Ryan's previous, you know, getting fired. We mentioned Scaramucci. 
What we did not discuss, ladies and gentlemen, is we did not discuss Donald Trump. You know why? Because he has so much, all this like confusion and calamity going on around him to kind of obfuscate all the stuff that's going on in his administration, especially with his son-in-law, Jared, who's got a lot of heat right now in terms of investigations. So while all this is going on, I don't want you to lose sight of the shenanigans that's going on in terms of the illegal dealings or the likely illegal dealings of the Trump administration that goes from Paul Manafort to, uh, you know, pick somebody, you know. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, how about that, you know. (laughs) Take it straight to the Kremlin on that But I don't think we should talk about this anymore. I don't think we should talk about it until Bob Mueller comes out, you know what I'm saying, with... Oh, yeah, Mueller's going to take his time for that. Because I feel like, because I feel like we, like, I feel like a lot of the left-leaning mainstream media has spent so much time on this Russia shit that, like, they're not actually paying attention to the fact that, like, he's going to dismantle the country by regulation. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need to do anything. He doesn't even have to pass that many executive orders. He's going to dismantle the country by appointment and they're going to do it by regulation. Mm. I mean, like, for instance, right now on the Affordable Care Act website, there is actually a anti-Affordable Care Act propaganda film that the government has paid for that's on the fucking government website. Let's talk about that. Mm. Let's talk about how to defund, you know what I'm saying, the federal exchanges so that the traffic is going to be so slow that people aren't really going to get through. Mm. And they shorten the waiting, the, the enrollment period from 12 weeks to six weeks. So the reality is they are going to dismantle the country by regulation. But that's so that's that's what that's what Bannon said thing. he wanted to do. He wanted to deconstruct the administration, I mean, the, the American state. Because, and because people have been so focused on this fucking Russia circus. Nobody, and, and even the healthcare circus for that matter, nobody's actually paying attention to the other stuff that's going on. But you're, you're actually saying. speaking to what I was actually had getting we at. All, had we all just even read an article about Naomi Klein and the shock doctrine, you know what I'm saying, we would have better news watching skills, you know what I'm saying, and we would be forcing mainstream media to do something different. But we not, because we like the circus, because we don't actually feel like we can stop it, you know what I'm saying? So the people who are caught up in a circus are caught up in it because they feel powerless and they're not trying to actually do anything about the shit that can be done. I don't even really like the circus. Yeah. I ain't never been down with Barnum and Bailey. Okay. So I, I just want to clarify. I, that's actually what I was getting around to in terms of all the things that are happening because Scaramucci circus and a lot of stuff that happened this week is circus, but there are actual things that are being like done or proposed that are actually impactful. So, that was actually my message, but you actually unpacked that wonderfully, so I don't need to feel like I need to add on to that. Um, That's why I like President Obama. He was like, he was more like Cirque du Soleil with his. Like, he would have, you know, no scandals, just regular news. And while you're not paying attention, he's like droning all these like people in other countries. He's like, you pay attention to what's going on here while I'm doing all this droning. So it was like a circus, but it's just more artful and creative. You know, I liked it. He did. He was classy about everything, even his circusry. Can you be classy about killing American citizens without sure. even indicting them? If you President Obama, that, that mofo know how to class up every lawyer, look. Can you? I just uh, look. I'll tell you what I did do. I did bring. <laughs> I, I know healthcare to uh, millions of Americans thing? who were without it. Uh, now, I know that the Republicans did this, they want to dismantle it, but uh, look. We can't leave this many Americans without coverage. We just can't do it. Never mind the drones. We're going to talk about this health care coverage. Hey, you're getting better with the, with the... Each time, you get a little bit better there. Hey, look. Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. Wait. I'm sorry. John Harbaugh. That bullshit about like, Uh-oh. oh, we're going to sign Colin Kaepernick because maybe it wasn't John Harbaugh. One of those Harbaugh's. <laughs> one of them white men. Um, because Joe Flacco hurt something and then they signed like an arena quarterback. Uh, hey, well, he, he needed to listen to Mike Vick and, you know, just, just who cut, has a petition just cut his hair and then against him okay. to keep him from being entered into the Hall of Fame for Virginia Tech. So his funky, fresh ass haircut mm. ain't save him from shit because they have not forgotten. The North remembers Mike Vick. <laughs> the North remembers. Yeah. House Mormond remembers. Sorry. I don't even know why he jumped out there like that. I'm still trying to figure that yeah, it's out. It's like, yeah, maybe it's soon enough. Like, OJ about to get out. Can, can I get out too? Can I do this? Can, uh, am I no. no? 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 Because you did not heed the call. And you know where OJ is going to Florida. 
if they let them. Mm. A lot of people don't want them no. in Florida. Well, but there, there are there are stand your ground laws in Florida, so He's you know he black. could become. They, they you know, they didn't they didn't already made the arrangements. He going to Florida to be close to him and Nicole's children. Mm. No, his children. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think we have touched all the bases we need to touch without hey, them saying "ow." Touching all the bases. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> okay, I just want to say this. I know we touched on Scaramucci, but I just have to say, despite the fact that you know it is the circus, he is a truly horrible person. Not just because of what he said to the New York Times, but you, his wife left him, and mm-hmm. she is nine months pregnant. When your nine months pregnant wife leave your ass, oh you are the worst. We can you always just blame that on hormones. As, no, no, you no. are the worst of the worst. And, and he had he at five days old, he hadn't met his new baby yet. And when she he found out she had the baby, he tested her. Congratulations. Congratulations. He, yeah, he goes, he goes, he goes from the Jay Cutler school of like love and <laughs> like yeah, like I'm a I'm I'm gonna propose by like FedExing you this ring, Shorty. You let me know your your reply through text. Wow. Okay. And, and I'm saying that to say that like this is only gonna get worse. You know what I'm saying? So please don't be distracted by the horrible shit that comes out of his mouth because he's just going to spew. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't already spew once and basically got away once. with it. So he's just going to spew all the time now. Once. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. Uh, how many times did he say he loved Donald Trump? Like, they said yeah. like 30 I or something him. like that? And then he gave him the, the mooch smooch, is that's what they call it, <laughs> before you leave. He was like, that's homie. That's, that's spewing when you take it from the perspective of two years ago, they have him on Fox um, Business News or whatever when he's he was going in on Donald, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. Going in on him. So you can't that make that much of a... You can't make that much of a 180 without is, spewing some bullshit. One way or the other, you were spewing bullshit. Huh? That is a rich man who has gravitated to the power. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at him for that. That's what rich people do. Speaking of rich people, um, not rich white folks have been going to Thailand... And have been renamed as bagpackers. So they go over there, they backpack through Thailand, and then they uh, beg for money. So the Thai government has now changed it. I think it's only... Wait, from who? Other white people? Bitch, I don't know. Like, you can't be begging from the Thai people because they already begging. They out there selling everything. 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 You can sell. They are selling it in Thailand. Whatever they got. Anything they selling it. They in are, it's up All for it. purchase. Okay? I, I, I get it. <laughs> they better learn to shoot golf balls out their pussy then because I mean well, like... they can do that too. Ping pong show. Hello. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to say thank you so much. Say thank you so much for listening. I love all of y'all. What kind of arrogance is that? You know what? Like what kind of arrogance? We just gonna keep. We gonna sign. They, this gonna go. Let's go. Go hey, all the way. We left. just gonna sign off and keep talking. Yeah, we gonna keep but, talking. So That's what we're gonna have. We gonna keep the conversation. So what they, the Thai government has said now is you have to prove that you have. I think like thirty thousand baht. Which I'm trying to pull out. They won't let me. <laughs> Are you in Thailand? Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our show for the day. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> we thank you for listening. Um, we're gonna happy trails yeah happy trails we're gonna wrap this shit up and continue to have some interesting conversation very interesting conversation because I see it veering in that direction I did not open up the show but I am gonna shut it down this is T Rich reclaiming my time reclaiming my time (laughs) who else is signing off oh K Savage bye folks your boy S double signing off Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III. Don't forget to find us wherever you find your podcasts and share with your Just friends because sharing is caring. And don't be problematic because we will find you. Review us, rate us, regard us. And share us with your friends. Yeah, sharing is caring. Like a friendly SDI. <laughs> no, hashtag no Merkin. Until next time, ladies good night. and gentlemen. I don't even think it's night. I don't even know why I said good Yeah, night, I don't know. But, but look, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all listenership. Continue to come back. Stay blessed. Stay we well. love you more than Scaramucci loves Trump. We Do love we? you more than... No, we don't. No. No, no. There's not more love than that. Than exists. I like how you tried to like genuinely consider, like, is yeah. there more love than No, there's not possible. more love. There's you were like, no. oh, can someone love more? No.